Hello, everyone. We are live. Thank you for joining us for the Pastrami Nation podcast. I'm Kevin, your host today, and we have some really cool stuff to talk about, guys. We're going to be talking about some uh, Lightyear. We're going to be going over Miss Marvel and, of course, the show that everyone is talking about right now, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I've heard of it. Great show. You've heard of it? Good. I'm glad. Um, it's going to be an awesome show. I'm glad you all are joining us. Thank you for watching. Uh, before we get started, though, I need to do some introductions, of course. Um, so I'm going to start right here just because it's weird if I don't start with the person sitting right here. This is my son, uh, Elijah. He's a Star Wars ex Star Wars expert. Uh, he's going to be here to uh, kind of tell us uh, to kind of join the conversation with us. So welcome, Elijah. Thank you for joining us. I mean, it, it's <laughs> awkward, teenagers, <laughs> awkward teenagers, and of course, also joining me, co-founder of Pastrami Nation, Jason Smith. How you doing, man? Good. How you guys doing? We're doing, doing great. Man. We're doing awesome. And of course, the this this guy, he's a he's an amazing artist. Not only just an amazing artist, but just an amazing toy collector. Just freaking godfather of toys. Everything. Just an uh, amazing guy, period. Just an know? incredible guy, mm. period. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you'll notice, the, you, you'll notice them both from our uh, Pastrami Nation Break Therapy that we do every other week as well. Uh, Christian, how you doing, man? Doing all right. Doing good. Awesome. Good. I'm glad. And of course, today we have a very special, we we love it when this when he's on, Brandon. Yes. Uh, Brandon Treadway, the host of the Cinemass podcast. Uh, hey. Just an awesome guy. Uh, thank you for joining us. We're really excited to have you on and we're really yes. excited to talk. Thank you. I love That's being here with you guys. Today. Yeah. So I'm awesome. excited. Awesome. Well, let's, um, we do have a giveaway. We are going to be giving a pastrami nation sandwich from Apollo burger uh, at the end of the show. Mm. Um, so all you have to do is leave a comment, uh, talk to us, join in the conversation, let us know what you think, let us know what you thought of any of our topics today. Um, and yeah, join the conversation. We'd like to hear from you guys. Uh, so it's been a crazy couple weeks for movies and TV. There's been some really, really great things released. I want to start uh, by talking about Lightyear. Um, so uh, Jason and Christian, you both haven't had a chance to see it yet. I know you guys want to. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear this you. Weekend, um, maybe. Yeah. What's that? This weekend, maybe. If, if, awesome. If, that, that's planned, you know, but you know what happens to plans when we make them. Oh, yeah. Dude, barely ever works out. Um, but me and Eli have seen it. Brandon's seen it. Um, so let's start with you, Brandon. What are yeah. your overall thoughts on Lightyear? Um, so I I was telling you this before we got started. Um, yeah. If I was to give it a quick review, I would just say it's um, it was good. I I enjoyed it. Um, is uh, not what I expected it to be when it was first announced. I thought we were going to get a certain type of movie. Uh, and we got something a lot more akin to honestly Top Gun Maverick, and we did. Yeah, I'm I'm not opposed to that by any by any stretch. Um, there were some some things in there that uh, caught me by surprise. There's some good surprises in there, uh, but I my biggest thought that I had while watching this movie was how in the heck did Andy? <laughs> how was this his favorite movie? This thing is like so the the plot itself relies on your understanding of time travel to just a the nth degree right um, so i was sitting with my my four-year-old and she asked me a question and about the plot you know, dad what's going on and i was like <laughs> i'm gonna have to just 
tell you when you're older because you just they're not going to understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't know how this is Andy's favorite movie, but hey, we all had you know movies that we love that are a little bit more complex. That as we got older, we understood them, but you know at the time it was all about the pew pew and the bang bang. So exactly. Um, but I will say, animation wise, it's gorgeous. It looks very very good, very clean. Um, the real winner for the movie for me was Socks the Cat. Easily. Um, easily a five star movie if it was just Socks the movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, out of five, I gave it three, which um, for me is uh, is a good, good, good movie. Yeah, definitely recommend. Uh, Robin for Life says Lightyear is a pretty good movie, and I completely agree. I'm on the same kind of in the same boat as you, Brandon. I think I liked it a little bit more. Uh, I. I did feel like the time travel stuff was a little bit complicated, but I felt like they did it in a way where it kind of it made sense for everyone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't like interstellar, like, you know, just like, oh, yeah. completely, <laughs> like, you Can know, you blow your mind. Um, but I think that there Love was some... is how we hit light speed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Maybe uh, the science behind it was a little bit complicated, but I thought it was, um, you know, I know he, he liked it a lot. Um, you know, I knew my daughter was up to that point. She was, you know, she understood up till a certain point, and then her and her friend went to go do something else. Okay, to- totally different. Um, but I thought the uh, socks is completely the MVP of the movie, like you said, one hundred percent. There's also a really great scene that I thought was hilarious. Not really a spoiler, but the scene with the the robot and giving the directions. Remember when he's like, you know, yeah. we go up here, like the navigation guy. Oh, oh yeah. It, I thought that was fantastic. I thought it was really clever and funny. The animation, like you said, was stunning. Like it, it the photorealism, the how far Pixar has come is just mind blowing. Like, yeah. it, you know, you go, you know, you watch Toy Story one and then watch this movie, and, and obviously, <laughs> it's obviously no comparison. But yeah. it's just this huge, this massive, just just how hard those guys work at these things just blows my mind. And um, like. Kind of like you said, though, I don't I, I do understand why Andy wanted the you know, why this became his favorite movie. But I'm still not fully convinced that this was his favorite movie at that age, you know, because it did yeah. have there was a lot going on story wise. And um, but um, that aside, I thought it was uh, that was good. I I probably just, I'm just you know, surprised really... that he wanted a Buzz Lightyear and not a socks. Right. Not a socks. Right, I mean? not a socks. <laughs> um, I even thought uh, uh, Kiki Palmer's character, uh, I totally for blank on the name. Do you remember her name? I, I, um, I feel horrible Izzy? about this. Izzy? Izzy, yeah. I thought she was pretty great. Uh, Taika Waititi, I, I I, think he's a great always, voice actor. He's always I funny. Think he's yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, we had fun with it. You know, it's one of those, you know, it's Pixar, but it's not like that deep Pixar. You know, there's like, there's yeah. one moment in the movie where you're going to watch and be, it's, I looked at him during it and I was like, yeah, it's Pixar. Like, yeah, yeah that's, that's the Pixar shot. That's, that's the, the Pixar, Pixar shot. But um, I will say, um, in the opening you, too. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys stick around through the credits? We did. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I always Google it. I, it always cracks me up when I see people sit through credits, just like for everything. <laughs> I'm like, right. yeah, y'all can Google whether I or not something yeah. at the end of this. That's it's what we yeah. they. I'll say that they trick you on this one mm-hmm. because there's three end credit sequences, wow. and the third one takes place at the very, very past the Disney, past the Pixar mm-hmm. thing. You think it's completely over, and then the third um, scene pops up. So, right. Oh wow. Um, yeah. yeah. So for those who you know, 
my buddy what i saw i was like i know there's three of them he was like are you sure because this <laughs> seems like it's over and then it happened so, absolutely anyway yeah, but yeah super far in there but um but yeah overall you know i think in the whole scheme of thing it's it's super it's it's like mid mid pixar you know like i wouldn't you know give it a, a, a you know it's not the worst by far the worst or it's not you know the best either i don't i in my personal opinion not uh, so yeah it's not it's not gonna make you think about life and everything like so but um but no overall i'd I'd probably give it like a 3.5 you know not far from you brandon but just a little bit you know i think i like a little better but that's okay and that's uh i thought it was pretty good cool enjoyed it so yeah go watch lightyear um and there's this there's a conversation going on about about it right now flopping or whatever but it really wasn't a flop it opened at 50 million which is on par with pixar movies openings um they just assumed it was going to be more because it's tied to this toy story universe but you know well, just look at what cool. other movies were out though like that it had to compete with you know yeah it that lost against been... dinosaurs yeah and uh, top gun and, is probably still top gun is number three so yeah. we went jurassic park uh, or Jurassic World Dominion, Buzz Lightyear, mm-hmm. and then Top Gun Maverick. So Top Gun yeah. Maverick was in third third place. Just that's tells you how well that's still yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's I awesome, heard it's gonna like this week. Hopefully, it might beat um, Doctor Strange for like highest grossing movie of the year. I think it already yeah. did. It did. They're at awesome. nine hundred million as of uh, earlier this week. Absolutely. Wow. So, cool. um, but yeah. So, so I want to have this this Disney Plus Pixar conversation but i feel like that'll take too long so let's move on uh speaking of disney plus uh well because you know pixar movies have been going to disney plus you know as opposed to theaters mm-hmm. and why this movie to put to theaters i think i know why but anyways um let's talk more about disney plus and s- two shows that mm-hmm. have been on disney plus one just ended um one is still going on at one's in episode three and um, of course that's miss marvel um i wanted to talk about miss marvel because um <clears throat> i absolutely love it I think it's a lot of fun and it's to me, it's probably one of the best things that Disney plus uh, MCU has done so far. Uh, what do you guys think about it? What are your guys' thoughts so far? on <clears throat> Captain Marvel? We're at episode three. Miss um, Marvel. Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. So, I'm so sorry. When you said <laughs> this is one of the best things that Disney's done on Disney plus. Were you talking across everything? Are you talking no, MCU? Uh, I'm sorry. MCU. MCU, sorry. So my the best MCU series brain. on Disney Plus. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, my brain's Debatable. a little bit crazy right now. I, I hate to do this, but I 100% agree. <laughs> this series rules. I love it. Right. It is creative. It is fun. It knows what it is, and it wears its heart on its sleeve through mm-hmm. every single minute. Um. Kamala Khan is perfectly cast. She is, I can't remember her name. I can't remember anyone's name in uh, the actors of this, uh, the series, but she is excellent. She's so uh, like welcoming, you know, like she's so easy to root Mm -hmm. for. Um, She feels so real. Um, Like, you know, I've got, I've got cousins her age and Mm -hmm. that's what teenagers are like right now. And, you know, I, I love this show. I think it's yeah. um, I'll take this any day over Moon Knight. I'll take this over oh, yeah. Captain yeah. and the Falcon. I'll take this over WandaVision. Same. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm loving it. 
Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Uh, this is. I think this is the first time I'm actually having fun with Marvel in a long time. Like yeah. actually just digging it and enjoying it and just sitting in for the ride and not feeling like there's this overburdening. Like whether it's it's you know too dark or too you know you know there aren't too many very very dramatic moments. It's just light. You want to you want to know why that is, Kevin? I'm gonna tell you why that is. Because it's not trying to be part of the MCU. Oh, right, right. No, exactly. And All it does is it that. references the fact that we are in this world, but it's not trying to connect itself to a bunch mm. of other things. We don't have like, you know, we've got like this government agency, the damage control that's mm-hmm. involved, but we don't have Captain Marvel showing up. We don't have Hawkeye showing up. We're not trying to desperately right. connect and I love to all the other characters. Right. Like, we're just letting Kamala Khan do her thing in her own corner of New Jersey. And it's great. Mm-hmm. I love Absolutely. it. Yeah, what do you what do yeah. you guys think? Um, I said it a little bit. Oh, Jason, go for it. No, oh, yeah. I haven't actually seen it yet. So oh, oh man. <laughs> I mean, I'm hearing nothing but good things about it. So it's like, I mean, Moon Knight set the bar pretty high for me. So I'm, I'm hoping it, it tops that, you know. And from what I hear, it sounds like it just might. Yeah, I, I mean, Moon Knight for me was my favorite show on Disney Plus for the MCU so far. Fair. Miss Marvel is almost getting to that point. But what I'd push it over is if on the last episode, like um, at the end of the end credits, we get Miles Morales' Spider-Man logo. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's okay. waiting for the Miles. I am. The Miles Eli, Eli, I have a question for you. If you had to rank the Disney Plus MCU shows, like top to bottom, how would you rank them so far? Moon Knight, Miss Marvel. Cap- Already? Falcon oh. and the Winter Soldier. WandaVision and was there any others? Loki. I don't think, I don't think the other Loki ones matter. Loki. Oh, Loki goes above WandaVision. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Christian? What are you, and you've, you know, you're, you're on board with the series, right? I, I love the series. Yeah. I said it last week a little bit. Um, the, I, this, this show is clearly not what the son of a piece of money <laughs> every time. Can it's you guys hear me still? Or you can, oh, I can, you can actually yeah. still hear okay, me. Okay. You can still hear me. I did mention, gone. like, I know this show is not, uh, it's not for me. Like, I know this show is designed mm-hmm. for a different audience, but I absolutely no, no. adore this show. Like, um, I, I totally agree. The casting of Iman Bulani is her name, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. She's great. Uh, fantastic. So much fun. Uh, I, I was kind of concerned because, you know, I think, uh, like, pop culture-wise and, like, in the big bigger scheme of things, I think her bigger introduction to, like, the general public was the Avengers, the atrocious Avengers game that came out, oh, like, yeah. a year ago yeah. or something. I remember um, that. <laughs> yeah, that game sucked ass. I'm sorry, but it was, like, such <laughs> a bad game. And for like such a such a huge property, I can't believe they dropped the ball. Anyway, oh, yeah. um, she was yeah, like, she's like the main character. She's like the main that protagonist in that game. Yeah, she really yeah. is, and you kind of like follow her, and you're introduced to all the Avengers through her, mm-hmm. and like they kind of like don't really they just treat her as a kid, but you kind of don't really get to do the whole Miss Marvel thing with her, and like it doesn't really even touch on like her culture or anything. And mm-hmm. this, like, I love, I love all of the like, yeah, the cultural stuff and like. I, like I feel like I'm also like just learning about, um, you know, like Pakistani culture and like it's a like it's a lot of fun. Culture. Yeah, um, yeah, awesome. it's it's so much fun. Um, like the whole cast. I also I also love Bruno. Like that kid, man, so much fun. Like their whole relationship too. Yeah, 
Um, he's like he's uh, totally like Brian, right? <laughs> Brian, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Like I swear oh, he gets yeah. my name wrong on purpose. Um, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's fantastic. So, um, I'm super yeah. happy for it. I, I I'm looking forward to every episode. So I, I don't know how long the series is either. I don't know how many. Is I'm it nine? That two. Yeah, I think it's only I, seven or eight, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't been. I, I feel like most of them have been around eight episodes. Yeah, um, yeah. this one, so. uh, I could definitely watch. Yeah, I uh, just keep on going, man. Like, I hope they, you know, I know, unfortunately, it was the the lowest, it's been the lowest watched MCU show ah, on Disney Plus. Tough, I don't, too. I, I don't know. I, I, I understand it, but I, I understand why. To, yeah, I, I don't yeah. want to say my reasons out loud. Um, <laughs> but, um, it's a whole other thing, but it's such a great, it's such a good show. Like it's, you're missing out if you're not watching it. I think everyone needs to at least give it a chance, give it a couple episodes and you're just going to have a lot of fun. Like just go yeah. watch it. Just, just enjoy, man. Like it's just go for the ride. I, I do find it interesting that Disney plus decided to drop it like and overlap it with Obi-Wan. Cause like, that was very strange. You know, we do, we do midnight. Um, so like, you know, we're up to like two in the morning. Mm. watching like Obi-Wan and then watching this Marvel. Um, right. Oh man, I wish I could do that. But I have to wait for this guy. <laughs> I'm in bed by like nine. You know that. <laughs> I'm old, man. Um, one of yeah. these days I'll get you to do it. One of these days. One of these days. But yeah, um, I want to spoil it for Jason here, but I thought the, the a lot of the revelations in the last episode were really, really well done in episode three. Uh, kind of... See, I... I I have a stack of Miss Marvel comics that I got from the library that I still haven't had the chance to read any of them yet. Oh, have you uh, have you never read any Miss Marvel? I have not. I've been it's one of those she's one of those characters that I've always been fascinated with. I love her 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 backstory. I've read so much about her and I I know a lot about her through like, you know, animated series appearances and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I never read the books. And that's uh, one of I my, feel kind of privileged cuz I got to so when I was in college, that's when I was at my absolute peak of comic reading. Right. Um, and I read, I started out first issue of Miss Marvel Same. and read her whole run all the way through Secret nice. Wars. And uh, Secret Wars is when I fell out of comics. I was like, okay, y'all are losing me out. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was that, that series was so awesome. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And she's such a, I mean, even on the page, she is the same in this show like she's so lovable and that's that that that's uh i almost said soups different series um (laughs) the kind of super fan that she is of the avengers i love that is i mean it it makes her such a kind of like vessel for the audience right because like we're watching these shows because we are all super fans of Mm -hmm. these these characters and so for us to get to watch a super fan become exactly. a superhero that yeah. is that's what made i that's one piece that made the book so appealing one of many things mm-hmm. that made the book so appealing and now makes that show so appealing yeah and that's one thing i'm i'm really digging about the show is like i she is like a what 16 year old girl you know yeah i think she's like, like a sophomore yeah but like i i relate to her <laughs> you know what i mean like in a way like that that aspect of it like yeah. i'm a fan of these things like i love you know being misunderstood and it's kind of the whole peter parker thing right like yeah. just being that teenager yeah and I, uh, it's yeah. funny that you mentioned that because you know and i know christian said like 
you know, I'm not like the target demographic for this show. Same. Um, but this show to me, and I, I know some people that popped in and they're like, oh, this feels like a Disney Channel like series. And so I'm out. Um, and I think that you're being short sighted. Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry, like <laughs> um, this show has the exact same tone as Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes, so to me, it does. it's it's pretty um, hypocritical to be like mm -hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming. So good. But this one feels like a Disney show. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I'm like, eh, what? Like, what's the difference? Like, they mm -hmm. feel so similar to me. Mm -hmm. And one they that do. actually felt a little more real to me, Miss yeah. Marvel. Um, yeah. And yeah, so it's awesome. Check it out. Yeah, it is great. And um, I, I bet, yeah, I'm meaning to read the books. Um, G Willow Wilson, who kind of relaunched the whole Miss Marvel thing with Kamala. She um i've read some of her like actual novels and she's an amazing writer and um there's this one book that i read it for sorry not, not to go off on a tangent but she wrote this book called alif the unseen which is just a really really fun like ya novel kind of like a modern day version of 1001 nights uh hmm. just a really cool like like cyberpunk kind of thriller that she wrote right i think at the same time she was doing miss marvel um so check that out if you guys haven't seen it i know she's a great writer so um yeah i'm looking forward to reading awesome. the comics yeah, Very definitely. Nice. Can um, I say something real fast? Sure. Back to what Brian was saying about people comparing Miss Marvel with the Disney Channel show. If I ever heard that and I was just like walking around, I'm like, I would go up to them. You're like, I'm sorry, but have you seen a Disney Channel show? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, it's true. I mean, you've seen, you've had to, well, you don't lie, you watch them still. Not really. <laughs> yeah, I will say I will say that if I was going to compare it to a Disney Channel show, I think that it connects in. It, it feels like the best parts of Lizzie McGuire. To oh me. yeah, yeah, like easily the yeah, like yeah, like the best parts of it. I think are are there. I love yeah. the way that, and I, I know we're we're probably running out of time on Ms. Marvel here, but I love the, the direction and the creativity that they kind of like, for one, it's, it's great to see a, um, a MCU, anything actually have color mm -hmm. and not look like yeah, wet exactly. concrete. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love that the way that like when they're texting each other, it's oh. playing out in like the world around them. Yeah. So like the crosswalk has the text or the yeah. stars or the neon signs and like the Chinese restaurant. It's, it's awesome. Uh, I, yeah. I think that's, super, but you know, super one cool. thing it reminded me of too, a lot was like, it reminded me of things like it even reminded me of spider verse in a way uh, into the spider verse and uh, Mitchell's versus the machines, just like how yeah. it's just very kind of sporadic and, and, and weird and very colorful and very yeah. just, kind mm -hmm. of um and the, the, even the humor in it is is kind of like that um um let's see yeah. uh christian you've read miss marvel right i read i probably read like the first six to ten issues like the very, okay. very beginning of it what are your thoughts on and you've played the game too so what are your thoughts on the way that they've handled her powers so far based on your pre-existing right. pre knowledge so i do know that like as we move along further into the story especially in, like specifically in the comics like her powers directly have a lot to do with like her character growth and like there's there's kind of there's stuff that's going to happen um and it's interesting because i know that they're doing this to kind of tie her more into like the cosmic side of the mcu yeah because uh, they're doing the marvels movie and like you know um at first i was like are they trying to differentiate like her and uh you know reed richards or are they trying to like tie it into but they came out and they 
they said that they're trying to. I, I also think they're not going to be doing the Inhumans. I, I think they're trying not to do Terrigen mm. Mist and like yeah. do all of this. So I think they're trying to separate this. I do like that it's kind of directly tied to her, her family and her culture. And I think like yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, I um, think that's the strongest element. Yeah, and I, I think that's like a really really smart, clever way to go because that just makes it feel that much more cohesive. Yeah, it also plays on the themes that we've seen so far, which is being yourself Mm -hmm. against and not always against, but like there's the being yourself and who you are. But there's also the family expectations and honoring your heritage that are Mm -hmm. they work together, but sometimes they're also at odds, which has been, you know, really, really cool in the series so far and is playing out in really interesting ways, which I think by the end will tie into her powers in some way. But absolutely no definitely so if you guys haven't checked out miss marvel check it out um it's on disney plus up to episode three now um yeah it's, uh premieres every it's wednesday so cool. much fun yeah, yeah how do you great. guys feel about like uh you know how most of them have been like seven eight eight episode seasons mm-hmm. like would you guys prefer uh you know a 10 12 episode season or i kind of prefer the eight episodes so you Same. don't get that like filler episode you know Same. I'm, I'm 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 in that boat too i think you know, the, the say like Obi Wan, we're going to talk about what six episodes, yeah. And uh, I felt like it accomplished, yeah. I felt six. like it accomplished everything it needed to say without having too much filler stuff in it, yes. Um, but I mean, we'll talk about that in a minute. But what do you guys think? Are you guys down with the yeah? I mean, my, my belief has always been make your movie as long as it needs to be, your show as yeah. long as it needs to be to tell the story that you set out to tell, right? Um, if you have a filler episode in there, which many shows are want to do, right? Yeah. Um, I always will forget forgive a filler episode if there's something in there that pushes the story right. along right. for someone. Um, but uh, yeah, I pr- I think I prefer an eight series, an eight episode season, um, just because I don't watch a lot of TV. I prefer watching movies, and watching eight hours or something or on Disney Plus would be more like. Let's see eight times 40 minutes yeah 32 depending on <laughs> the week like it's a little bit different but that's kind of my thought yeah no absolutely um just some shout outs real quick uh, arturo what's up man sean tracy says how's it going guys it's going good jason bean hey dude what's going on how's it going love seeing eli on the podcast right here nolan howdy <laughs> howdy hi um, i always think of me in the chat Right, he can be. Um, Jason says he hasn't gotten around to watching Miss Marvel. Try it this weekend. Give it a shot. It's really good. Uh, Johnny, yes. what's up? I'm not exactly sure what Johnny says same to, but I'm assuming he's talking. Oh, I'm assuming he said that he hasn't seen it yet. So He said Miss Marvel is the best show on, from the MCU. Yeah, he was of course. Of course, <laughs> it is. And Pablo says, what's up, guys? Um, what's up, guys? Thanks for yeah. joining us. So thank yeah, you for guys Jason for there, you know, in, in bra- and for anyone starting mm-hmm. it off. I think that you need to embrace uh, Miss Marvel for what it is. Absolutely. Um, and that's that's often said about very um, garbage content. But what I'm saying by this is there's a specific tone that this is trying to achieve that is different from other MCU stuff. Embrace that and you will find a real treat. Absolutely. Definitely. Completely agree with that. Um, so Disney Plus, let's talk about our big topic of the night. Let's talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi. Yes. 
Apparently, th- it's connected to something called Star Wars. Star Wars. Ooh, or something. Star Wars sucks. Star Wars, Star Trek. I don't know. It's one of those things. Star Trek. Um, <laughs> Star Trek. You said a bad word on, on live TV. Oh, yeah. That would have so good. Oh, that's what she's saying. Hey, nice. Um, uh, anyway, so let's let's talk about Obi Wan Kenobi. The finale was last. It was uh, premiered yesterday. Uh, we all had a chance to watch it. For anyone watching, there will be spoilers ahead. We're gonna talk. Yeah, we're gonna get right all into of it. Spoilers. We're gonna dig in. We're gonna talk about what we like, what we didn't like, and uh, hopefully, you know, I think we should give some grades at the end. See what we all thought of this season, or see if you know how we felt about uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, so that'll be, of course, out of five. So, all right. Who wants to get started? Um, who is willing to give their thoughts? I, I will happily go first. Um, I'm <laughs> very excited to hear what you guys have to say about this. Um, I, I will say there this last episode, because we kind of did a mid-season thing where we talked about we did. this, I think, episode four. I don't, I don't quite remember. Um, but, and you guys kind of know my thoughts. Like, I feel like I, I always have like the unpopular opinion about a certain person. Uh, but... Uh, I, I kind of really like the ending. Like the this last episode was gorgeous. I I watched technically watched it twice, and on the second time watching it, I kind of like had tears in my eyes at a very specific point. Um, and I think you guys there there's multiple parts I think that would would probably bring the emotion out of us. But um, yeah, man, I think there was like that one moment that we were all kind of waiting for, um, and it was like really really well done. I think. Um, they they did some stuff that was just like, wow, that was really cool. Um, because you know, um, I, I ooh, are we just gonna let's just get into it? Yeah, um, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, it cool. it was obviously it's the Obi Wan and um and and Vader fight. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like the the very end of that fight is like gorgeous. Um, I kind of feel like they, it was cool. They they were like cutting into it with like Reaver's story, um, which I I was less interested in. I mean, and I'm not saying that her. It's it's no, clearly no, yeah. the B story, and like you know, uh, we're finally getting to like the meat and potatoes of of like what we came to the show for. But um, that aspect was really cool. Um, I I um, yeah, I like it was kind of the back and forth between them. I was like, you know, we only really got like Hayden's face like once in the show, and then I'm like, like really like are we we brought him back for like that flashback because we really didn't need him. In the Vader suit, but like man, did well, we actually we saw his face twice? Yeah, the flashback and then yeah, the so you just said. right, right. <laughs> the flashback, and then there was like this one where I think Obi Wan starts tripping out in the desert. Yeah, sees yeah. Him at a oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, it reminded me of uh, Passion of the Christ when they- yeah, <laughs> I know. See the that's devil walking stupid. around. Uh, exactly, um, but yeah, I I thought it was really good and like the way that like Ewan was reacting to it and like. Like you see him and like his he starts welling up and I'm like I start welling up but like you know there's that that line that he says he's like you thought that you killed Anakin and then it's like that cold sweat like whatever tears I had in my eyes it was just like sucked right back up yeah exactly (laughs) exactly Um, really really well done Um, I I'm I kind of just wish this was a movie I kind of like I think this could have been a two hour thing um, and then start the series after this. Um, I think that would have been cool because ultimately we're kind of at the end, the same exact place we were at the end of episode three, right? Like it's still kind of, it's like kind of stuff has changed, but like, I think like we kind of went full circle and like now we're back at it again. So I'm excited to move forward from this point now, like 
Uh, very much so. Um, and I know they're like, oh, we'd love to have a season two. I know that they're already in, in like development for season two. So um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited. But Absolutely. that's my really quick. Jason, what do you think? Oh, man. Like, I got to agree with Christian that Obi-Wan Vader fight was just like, like the Reva stuff was cool, but like, yeah, it gets way overshadowed by this fight. And it's just, to me, that moment when he struck his head and and you see Anakin's face through there. Yeah. And that explains like, if you backtrack to Return of the Jedi when he unmasked him and he has that like yeah. star on his head. Because he didn't have that when he burned up on, was it Mustafar on episode Mustafar. three? Mustafar's so, moon yeah, so that's where like he got that cut was from Obi Wan, so that makes more it ties it more together, you know, and it was just like wow, and like like Christian said when he was like, "You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did," you know, mm-hmm. like I was like, "Damn, yeah. wow, this just happened." Like that yeah. to me, that was oh, I don't know. I want to say that's up there in my top like three lightsaber battles too, you know? Yeah, it was really yeah. cool. It was an awesome. We've Star never Wars seen moment. Vader move like, you know, like how we're seeing him in, because remember, if you go back to like, what, A New Hope, it's like, wow, right. he must have got really lethargic there. And then, well, then again, the last, well, the last episode, we're like, go ahead, what was that? He, if we're going back to that time point, then he might not have needed to use a lightsaber for a while, so his skills might have been rusty, too. Yeah, because look how old Obi-Wan was then, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was only eight Obi-Wan. years after. But just even the episode before, just seeing Vader with when he took those two lightsabers from uh, Riva, I was like, damn, that was that mm-hmm. was a good lightsaber battle in itself, you know? Yeah. yeah that was really cool. Also, yeah. that moment when, like, when he was like, have you come to kill me? And he was like, I will do what I must. Yeah. Like, which is awesome throwback to, like, to the show. <laughs> Uh, but then when Obi-Wan gets into like his pose and yep. like, he does like, oh, yeah, that was, that was classic. It's like such yeah, a nerd sitting on the couch. Uh, Sean Tracy says, uh, I feel like the show was originally written as a movie. There are chunks where the flow is on point and then the pacing will shift for 10 to 20 minutes before getting back on track again. Which I could kind of feel that a little bit. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I would. Brandon. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about so it. I, talk so about I, it I, I loved this. Um, I know that I was gushing about Obi-Wan last time we did this. Um, I, I think this thing was beautiful from front to back. First episode to the last. I, I love just about every minute of it. Um, on a technical level, um, I think this thing has quite a few rough edges. Um, for me, this show, I'm going to start off with the negative stuff first. For mm. me, this show showed the <coughs> limits of the stagecraft. Um, stagecraft if you don't know that's kind of that big room that they film yeah Yeah. um everything in the scenes at night when they're out on on tattooing i thought looked bad (laughs) um you just the lighting on them did not make sense It, it didn't flow with the lighting or of the environment um and that's just because of how the stagecraft works um, I just remember when they had that really wide out shot that I think would have looked beautiful had they actually filmed it in Tunisia, which I mean, where's the budget? Just yeah. kidding. I know the show <laughs> was it, they just we just found out that this show actually had one of the lowest budgets of any MCU or Star Wars project ever is like 90 million, which is insane. I mean, why? Yeah, it's crazy. So um, 
uh, they like it, at one point the shot, which I think would have looked really beautiful anywhere else. Actually, I was like, am I going to be able to see the top of the of the stagecraft here? Like, am I going to be able to see this? Um, <clears throat> it just it felt artificial to me on the positives. Um, th- this show just gets Star Wars. Yeah, this show gets storytelling. This show gets Obi-Wan as a character. <clears throat> um, I know that a lot of people went into this series um, I say series because I don't think we have an official confirmation for season two yet. I have thoughts on a season two, but um, a lot of people went into this wanting to see Vader Obi Wan for six episodes. You know, a clash here, a little cat and mouse, another clash, cat and mouse, clash, cat and mouse. Um, I started this show off saying, "Give me six episodes of Obi Wan sitting in a cave." like having this like astral plane right. like vision of everything and having to deal through his trauma and i got that but in a way that i didn't expect the obi-wan leia stuff gorgeous oh, um, yeah. I, I, I just i could not help but and i think i said this last time i my so one of my daughters her middle name is leia we named her after her and she and Leia on the show have so many similarities. It's impossible for me to not look at her. And awesome. Think of my own daughter. Um, she just is Leia to me now on, on you know, this 10 year old Leia. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> and the, 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 the lightsaber duel was excellent between the two of them. Um, however, uh, and so I, for Cinemast, wrote a piece of the 25 best lightsaber duels ever, and I ranked all of them, 1 through 25. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a lot of uh, flack because I put almost all of the the prequels, prequel fights, at the bottom of my rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, except for I had Duel of the Fates, I think, at number 3, right. and I think I had, uh, might have been 4, and I had Obi-Wan and Anakin from episode three at like 11. It missed the top 10. I got a lot of flack for that. Here's my problem with those fights that I think this fight between the two of them did so well is that this fight told a story and it had a ton of thematic and uh, thematic and story weight that a lot of those other fights didn't have. I mean, tell me, Obi-Wan and Anakin versus Count Dooku means nothing right (laughs) story-wise theme-wise it means nothing yet that Mm. fight between obi-wan and anakin meant so much and that um the two of them they're fighting they're fighting we got to see obi-wan at full force vader at full force i mean the stuff that was happening in that fight was just bonkers i mean my poor wife i'm just sitting on the couch yelling oh my gosh oh my (laughs) gosh like i was just like loving it but for me, the best part of the entire thing was when Obi-Wan was losing. And we got this moment of all of Vader and <sighs> Anakin's evil things running through his head. And then it flips to him thinking about the twins. Now, I might get some flack for this. But there is a quote from Rose Tico that hits this <laughs> right on the head and shows why Rose gets Star Wars better uh, than most fans. Yeah, and that is that we don't win by fighting what we hate, by protecting mm-hmm. what we love. And when Obi-Wan was fighting against Anakin, he was losing. When he was fighting against Vader, he was losing. But when he was protecting Luke and Leia by fighting Vader, 
that's when he won. That's when mm-hmm. he was able to get the strength through the force to push those boulders off of him and continue that fight and just dominate Vader. Because before he was fighting Vader and now he was protecting the twins. I, I think it's beautiful storytelling. And like I said, like that fight told the story. So I, I, I just adored that. Um, and then one last point I want to make is um, that I think it had the best... Uh, this this fixed so many canonical so many like a handful of canonical issues that don't really matter in the long run like the the anakin you know christian you mentioned this i think the um the way that obi-wan explains anakin to luke in a new hope right that you know you know darth vader a pupil of mine before he was turned to the dark side you Mm -hmm. know he betrayed and murdered your father that makes sense now like it makes sense that that's the way he would say it because to Anakin, or to Darth Vader, Anakin is dead. To Obi-Wan, Anakin is dead. And Vader is the one that killed him. But I think my favorite thing that it fixed canonically is the thing that people said it broke, which is the message from Leia to, Obi- to Obi-Wan mm-hmm. in the beginning of A New Hope that, yes, she in, in that addresses him as General Kenobi. If I'm remembering, I believe she says General yeah. Kenobi years ago. You, Yeah. And so it's a very formal introduction of herself and to him because he says no one can know about us. But what this makes, I think, and I got emotional talking about this with my wife, is that her plea at the end of help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, mm-hmm. is her saying, forget all the stuff. Like, uh, this is my plea to you. You save me once, you can save me again. And she's ignoring basically his warning at that point. And she's showing him just how serious this actually is. Um, oh and I got goosebumps thinking about it. It's I, I, I love that stuff. So anyway, yeah, I, yeah, I liked I liked it a little. So <laughs> yeah, I, I thought tell. it was great. I I, yeah, the last stuff, especially at the end when um, he was like, you know, you asked me before if I knew your parents. And oh, then he like, dude. oh god, that was so great. Like, I, I I really loved that at the end, especially her like getting ready, and then like you see her with her little holster and she's got the gloves. Yeah, and she's got the. It's so cute. It was like, like every Leia thing. I I got choked up through the rest of the episode. Like <laughs> everything. Yeah, I um, I also thought it was so funny that when Obi Wan steps off the ship and Lola pops out, she runs to Lola first. <laughs> yeah. That cracked me up. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was great. I um. Yeah, I really, I really liked it. And again, it's kind of the same way I felt with uh, like Miss Marvel. I'm having fun with the Marvel universe again. Like Obi Wan made me just fall in love with Star Wars again. As weird as it sounds, like it, you know, I've fallen out of it for a little bit. It hasn't been at the top of my list uh, lately. Have you thought already... about the animated series? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> um, Kevin, know, have you watched? Have you watched the animated stuff? Like I've watched. I've watched a lot of it. With I haven't watched all of it. Like not straight. Have through. you watched? watched have you watched Rebels? I haven't watched Rebels yet. No, 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 oh, no. So Rebels I, I know is God tier. Rebels is good. Yeah, I know. Rebels I is God tier Star Wars. I know. I need to watch not those. Fight. But as far as live action goes. I think uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of brought me back down um, other than, and, and I mean this with no, like, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, start drama or whatever, but since the last Jedi, like I haven't felt like this passionate about a star Wars thing. Um, really? Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, no, I, wow. I, I legitimately <laughs> haven't been so like involved and invested with something star Wars since the last. Hey, Jedi. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, because I felt, felt like, like you said, I felt like 
I do feel like Rose, she got what Star Wars is. Like she understands what Star Wars is. And I I felt like Ryan Johnson knows what Star Wars is. Oh my gosh. The gospel preach. No, and, and I, I I you know, and I feel like you know, JJ Abrams did, you know, he did with uh, you know, Force Awakens, but I just I it's a corporate job, right? <laughs> like I felt like it was very like we talked a little <laughs> hey. bit before. I mean, and I don't mean to be like, you know, um, you know, talking down to JJ or anything, but I, I, yeah. And this brought me back to that. And this really, really made me love Star Wars again. I thought that the Anakin stuff, the Vader stuff at the end was just, it's iconic, right? I feel like that's going to be, that's, that's going to be for a long time uh, to come. It's Mm going to, it's going to be like the prequels, right? Like suddenly we have this new kind of view on the prequels. I feel like this is going to have that effect 20 years from now, people are going to think of when they talk about iconic Star Wars moments, that scene with him and Obi-Wan and the mask cracked, Right, that's going to go down, right? Like it's yeah, it an amazing scene, emotional scene. And it even, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm a, not a massive Star Wars fan, but I'm a big Star Wars fan. And that moment was just, it, it felt like something new and fresh. And like, man, like, even though it was these characters we knew, but like, I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know that happened. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about that. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just a really, really great finale to the whole thing. I thought her, the the little girl, I, I forget her name, Asleia. Like she's like, she was fantastic. Like I see her, she becomes Princess Leia. Like you can see the, that little girl turning in, growing up to be general, you know. Her little tank, face, you know? her little face standing there she's with her holster and dude. gloves on. Oh my gosh. Like she's just, outstanding um like and she was she's a really good actress too like for being well i don't know how old she is nine ten i don't know real life you know whatever but i think she's she's she held her own against you know even mcgregor against uh reva that scene where she's interrogating her in that room yeah. like she held her own for a while till she kind of broke down after a little bit but even that scene was just really really well done like she's just going to be yeah incredible she got into a, she definitely got into a rhythm you know to start um, there were a couple of deliveries where I go, Ugh. yeah, same, same, you know, but I mean, it's star Wars. There's plenty of bad. Deliveries. Exactly. I mean, and I thought that you, you guys know, ever heard of hating Christians exactly. <laughs> the whole movies of bad deliveries. <laughs> and I, I really liked, um, you know, and I'm a big, uh, this was just kind of a little plus for me. I love Kamel Nanjiani. I think he's great. I thought he was really fun in this show. I thought he, you know, little part, you know, I thought he did. He had role. a great, he had a great moment in that finale too, where oh, he did. Where he says to Obi Wan, like, I don't know how good the word of the liar and a and a cheat is to you or whatever. Yeah. And Obi Wan tells him it's good enough, and it cuts back to his face, and he gets this. He has this look where you go, he's never gonna do any of that stuff ever again. Right. Like that moment of like Obi Wan saying, "Hey, you're good enough for me, man." It was Absolutely. is enough to change the course of that guy's life. Yeah, and that's beautiful, um, Eli. What did you think about it? Like- I thought it was pretty good. They could, they they could have done more with the Inquisitors. They they were pretty useless in the show. They didn't really do a whole lot, even though they're the pretty much the main antagonists of the series. I have to think that they're gonna bring the Inquisitors that we didn't get a ton of back. I mean, mm-hmm. to cast Sung Kang as right. an Inquisitor is quite the casting. So I'm I, I assume and uh, Rupert Friend. 
as Grand Inquisitor. Right. Like I have to imagine we'll we'll be getting those characters again. Yeah, oh, and even I mean, speaking of the Inquisitors, real quick, like again, uh, I thought that Moses Ingram did an, an incredible job. Like she, she did. especially at the end, like yeah, especially so. at the end when she had that kind of change of you know Dude, her finale episode, she nailed that thing. She out. did one hundred percent. But anyway, so you, you liked it that it was okay, yes. just wasn't. <laughs> yeah. The Inquisitors could have been better, as I said. Mm -hmm. The I was really hoping that like some sources were saying that we were gonna get like brinkle style fights back. We got somewhat of that back. We didn't well, really get it though. Like the last <laughs> the last fight between Anakin and Vader, that that was a prequel fight. They are both, you know, ten years older. I, I can't yeah. fight the same way I would have fought ten years right? ago. <laughs> no, absolutely. Same. Same. Um, very cool. So let's just let, let's give it a score out of five, man. Like let's pretend we it's the movie, the series, whatever. Like what what would you rank it out of five? Out of five pastrami nations, what would you guys give it? Out of five um, pastrami sandwiches. Five pastrami sandwiches, what would you give it? I'm giving that four pastrami burgers and a big heart. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. What about you, Jason? Me? I'm going to go ahead. I really loved it. You know, I'm going to go ahead and give it a five out of five. Just because cool. as far as Star Wars goes, you know, it kind of touched on all cylinders for me and uh, right. just kind of sealed the deal. Absolutely. Very cool. Christian? Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go four. I'm going to go four. four. Big juicy oily pastrami sandwiches <laughs> um yeah that yeah. I, it was it was really good especially the way it all kind of came together i was it, yeah it, yeah I, I was really happy and i'm very excited for like uh, a season two whenever they decide to make it official yes. absolutely yeah would you give it out of five i'll give it a four out of five because we also got a first live action appearance of a clone trooper back during the first Ooh. couple of episodes. Oh, the one thing I don't hear a lot about is the fact that we've always had them as CGI and now we got yeah. like actual mm -hmm. people in armor, which is cool. That's right. cool. Yeah, and I'm, I'm right there at a four as well. Um, I think the uh, stage stagecraft, right? That's what it's called. The, the yeah. yeah, I felt like that kind of did take me out of it a little bit at first. Um, it did feel like a TV show. Like it felt like it was made for TV for a while. And again, we know why, you know, low budget and everything. But I think that kind of took me out at first. But as soon as the story just really kind of get you know started going, it, I was there one hundred percent. So, um, but otherwise, I, I mean, the Sagecraft stuff worked out. I mean, I think overall it worked out pretty good. For yeah, for the story. most part, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they use that thing like yeah. so so well. So I just well. feel like at night when lighting's already really mm -hmm. difficult because you have to light characters, but you have to make it feel like it's night. Um, and the way that they. Yeah, it just didn't quite. No, absolutely. Work for just for a couple of minutes, right? And you know, one yeah, thing I'm know. championing that they need to do with that technology. Now, listen, I know it's been a movie they've been trying to get off the ground forever, but do a Bioshock movie using stagecraft. I feel like that's the way to do it. That's the only way you're gonna be able to get it made. Let's just give me it. a Bioshock movie. Period. I don't care yeah, well, what I'll take where y'all film it. But I feel <laughs> like I feel like this will be a good way to do it. Like I feel like this, you know, Gore Rubinsky, yeah. you know, you try to get his done, but he wanted practical effects, but the studio was like, no, man, we can't do that. Too expensive. Yeah, Kevin, in a, in a in your like dream world, who would you have direct the Bioshock movie? I think I honestly would be on board with Gore Rubinsky, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think Gore Rubinsky would do really I thought he did uh, his pirates movies were my favorite pirates movie, especially the first one. I feel like he's, he can handle that. What, you know, he 
underwater environments he does really well uh that kind of mix of horror i've i don't know if he'd lean as much into the horror as i'd want him to even though he has before and you know, obviously things like the ring and well, stuff like that what about but, the aquaman director and then Sidious james wan yeah I mean, James Wan is probably the only horror director that could get the budget to make a Bioshock. I think, I think that one might actually work. Actually, I didn't. Didn't, didn't he also do Aquaman too? So yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there you, go. there you go. Let's get James Wan. Let's get James Wan, uh, or just get, team him up. You know, someone produce. You know, James Wan produce a Gore Verbinski uh, mm-hmm. directed uh, Bioshock movie. Um, now, if we're talking Bioshock Infinite, that'd be a that's totally a different story. story. Yeah, but the real question Literally. is. Could play Big Daddy and Little Sister. Well, I think I, I mean, my director pick would be Alexander Aja, who okay. did who did uh, Evil Dead yeah. remake, who did yeah. Crawl. Um, we're not going to talk about his disgustingly terrible Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh gosh! But yeah, um, just came out. I I think that he's got the the I like Blomkamp. Mm-hmm. Blomkamp's a good pick. The problem is that that guy can't get a project off the ground to save his oh, life anymore. Oh, no, yeah. I know, and it sucks. Um, but I think, um, but it's yeah, I think the the first two Bioshocks are the only ones you can turn into movies. I feel like if you even try Infinite, like Infinite's just kind of its own thing. Like, you, I don't know. oh, that's the one I want to see the most. That's, that's the one I, I want to see. That's the one I want to see as a movie the most. That's, that's like a white whale. Most, but I feel yeah. like that one's going to be that one's tough. Hey, give that, that one to Kaczynski. Give that to Joseph Kaczynski. I think he could yeah. nail the visuals. Did you watch his new movie, by the way, Spiderhead? I haven't watched it yet. I've no, heard anybody? good. I've heard things. mixed stuff about it, but uh, I've heard good things. Yeah. Um, I wanted to. I um, Obi Wan. I had two thoughts, and I had them, and then they escaped me. Oh no. Oh jeez. Oh um. Oh, you know what? This this actually this finale gave me the the idea for their next spinoff. Which is, um, uh, Aunt Beru solo series where she's just a freaking gorilla fighter because, <laughs> oh, dude, she she was about that business. Yeah. Dude. She, <laughs> she was like, bring them. Freaking Absolutely. Owen was ready to run, and she's like, this is my yeah, house. I have to that. defend it. Down with that. Yeah. Oh man. I was half expecting her to set up a bunch of traps and stuff. I was like, <laughs> I was ready for. <laughs> for Baru McAllister, to- she was a bounty hunter in her other life. Yeah, no kidding. Do you guys think uh-huh. we're going to see uh, Reva return in the next? Oh if, yeah, if we, yeah. I think so. Yeah, maybe in not some right capacity. Away, yes, in some capacity. I think it'll be more Luke focused uh, in the next series. You know, you think we really didn't get I, a whole lot of them. You know, yeah, yeah. I think I think season two, but the scene at you the focus end. it. Yeah, I think if you focus season two on Luke, you have him meet up with Obi-Wan and then you have Leia get captured and she gets put on the Death Star and then Luke and Obi-Wan go team up with Han Solo and Chewbacca <laughs> and they go rescue her. That's season two. I like it. That's I a like great it. idea. That's a good Perfect idea. sequel. Maybe they can make like four, three of Lucas them. Lucasfilm, I'm here all week. Pro- probably prequels, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah I like that one. We could do a prequel. We should do three prequel movies about I think three prequel. Anakin before he became Darth. How he? How like? Yeah. Why? How did he get? Pretty there? clever, like, right? Yeah. We all need yeah. to know. Yeah. He's a boy or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this woman? Who's this mother of Leia that's so kind-hearted? So yeah, mysterious. Yeah. Who? How did she actually like? Yeah. Was there like, like an age gap? Is there hey, an guys, uncomfortable age gap between them? <laughs> now, now, before this fight, this this awesome lightsaber fight. 
what would you say your favorite lightsaber battle was like out of any Star Wars, you know? What Brandon, what was yeah, your favorite one on your okay, yeah, okay. Sure. Favorite or Go best? Uh your favorite. Oh, What's my favorite, favorite is oh, easily uh, Obi-Wan versus Maul in Twin Sons from Star Wars Rebels. That that to uh, me is yes. the best. Nice. It's uh, my all time favorite. My favorite would either have to be the fight between Ahsoka and Maul on Mandalore. Or Obi Wan and Maul in Phantom Menace. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, the best Bob. one is is mm-hmm. Luke Vader. The best one is Luke Vader Empire. on Cloud City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. It's um, like the I, most emotional one. Like, the, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, I'm. Well, bored. I haven't watched the animated ones, so I couldn't tell you. Um, but I mean, it's for me, it would either be the Cloud City or it would Duel of the Fates, man. It just it hits every note. Like it's yes, yeah. it's from probably one of my least favorite Star Wars movies, yeah. but but, the but it's really pulling him back. The music, the music and the just yeah, all of it like just blends so well together. And if you can watch it edited down with like now this is pod racing, right. kind of <laughs> take that out of it, then it's like so much better. Absolutely. Oh. Well, cool. Well, did you guys have anything else to say about uh, Obi-Wan? I'm sure we'll bring it up in the future if need be. Really... Um, well, if not, um, we do have a Pastrami Nation sandwich to give away to somebody, some lucky person in the comments. Um, yeah, Jason, gotta... you got the wheel. Let me see. I got to make sure. Cool. Make sure I got all these names. Make sure I did this right. Hey, have you guys picked up anything new lately? Um, I have yeah. picked up. Give me one second. Um, oh, let's before we get I, to the wheel. I got to see you guys. Is uh, I put I ordered this on Sideshow and it took I, I'm getting this like three months later than everybody else, but this is the SH figure or it's Deadpool. Yeah, now this thing did not come with his guns, or I don't know, it's a weird thing that Marvel and DC are doing that they're not including guns with, with certain figures. It's just weird because it's Deadpool. Also, this is an adult action figure, like yeah. no kid is buying a $90 action right. figure, so yeah, um, I had to. That is awesome, Eli. What is that? Oh, nice. That 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 shuttle. Sweet. Nice. Wrecker, Tech, and Crosshair, and Echo. Yeah. Nice. Pretty cool set. He he made off with that somehow. I sold some pops. He got that somehow. I don't know. It worked. I have one of them in there right now, and it just happens to be Tech. Yeah. I did get the T Rex breakout from the uh, finally. Hey, well, I'm yeah, when I, I got married, I have been on a little dinosaur mode myself. This is oh, the, nice. the Hammond collection, uh, the Jurassic Park series, which is basically like the, the Marvel Legend versions of the <laughs> yeah. Jurassic oh, that's cool. Parks. Like, this is a super articulated parasaurolophus because that's the dinosaur everybody thinks of when they think dinosaurs, right? <laughs> and then uh, while we're still keeping it dinos, I got this thing. It took forever to come. Uh, this thing is just freaking awesome. Like, let's see. There oh, is. wow. That's gorgeous. Yeah. This is that, that is crocodile cool. that is like super fucking realistic, articulate. Like, look at. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was That's money crazy. well spent. That's like, just You had to see this thing in person just to see the, the size and the articulation, you know? Wow. Like, I mean, cool. look at this box that it came in. Like, shit. They went, they went all out on this guy. This is like, revenge. Yeah, what about it? Like, That's, it oh, wow. Speak? Yeah, oh, no, no regrets. 
Oh, and by the way, guys, if you guys haven't if you guys haven't played it yet, you guys need to check out the uh, Ninja Turtles Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Yes, it's so, so, yeah. it's so, much, so fun. much fun. So much fun. We got it for the Switch. I'm loving it. Um, me and him have played it a few times, and it's uh, God, I love it. I, I tried playing with my four year old. She's terrible, but it's, <laughs> but that's it's the really fun, fun of it. Part of the fun of it, I feel like. Yeah, like spam combos. And somehow I, I'm just like, can you please just like follow me so I can move? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's great. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I mean, I love that it feels and it feels like a continuation oh. of the the arcade. Turtles in time. Yeah, the, like, yeah, exactly. Like that. Every time I went to the arcade, that was my jam. Time. That was my favorite one to play. So yeah. it's really fun to get that feel mm-hmm. again on a console. Absolutely. Time. Absolutely, same here. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, who, who do you guys play as? Wheel? What's that? Who do you guys play as? Uh, so I like I I I do Raph or Leo. Generally, it's like the Raph. only place I can ask people who their favorite Ninja Turtle to play as is. So. <laughs> as, I go has to be Raph or Leo. I'm with Kevin on that. Max power. So yeah. I always just go in, deal damage, get out. Who do you guys I, play with? It's Raph for me. That was the first person, but I played more with Leo than I played. Yeah, with... I've been playing with Leo lately too. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing Raph and Splinter. I, Splinter's so, special is really good. So I've been using try Splinter. He just like does. He just scratches like crazy. <laughs> That's um, cool. But <laughs> I think Raph has the best special in the game because he uh, you can, yeah. his spin is tornado. His spin is awesome. You can like move him around. Yeah, and like you just murder the Foot Clan soldiers. The Absolutely. Whole time. I know you unlock Casey Jones at the end of the game. Oh, you do? Yeah. 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 That's that's cool. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I I kind of just want to get to the end of it. I haven't, Dana doesn't want to play with me. So I'm like kind of (laughs) playing through it by myself. But um, what do you guys play on? What do you guys I have it on on our Xbox, the Series X. Um, Yeah. I'll I'll play with you, Christian. I got on Xbox. There we go. There we go. Um, By the way, I just scored myself finally after like how long a PS5 yesterday. Oh, nice. nice. Um, Yeah, finally. Like, man, thank you. Thank you. I have to find. I, you know, I I had lunch with some friends. Family in need. Hey, I know. You know, if you guys do, if you guys are looking for one, let me know. Because I have a, I told my friend we were having lunch and he was like, dude, you haven't got one yet. My brother's like bought and sold five. Um, And like while we were at lunch, he just texted his brother. And then I got home. His brother texted me. It was like, he's like disc or digital. Like he was, and then he gave me like prices. They have bundles, um, five fifty with the um, Horizon bundle. So, oh, nice. you do a disc drive or? Yeah, I did disc drive. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah, but I use my stuff, Xbox. Yeah. I got the Series X. And I use it for, for not just games but also for four K. So yeah, we use it for everything. Like we stream on it. We everything else. So yeah, same. So very nice. cool cool so let's uh you got the wheel ready jason yeah i got everyone on here cool. let me see uh awesome it's for the pastrami nation sandwich arturo congratulations almost got arturo. robbed by pablo oh, <laughs> almost, almost got intercepted almost. there um <laughs> Well, great. Thank you guys so much. Arturo, just send over your information. Well, I know we can uh, just send over your information for Stormy Nation, and we'll uh, we'll get that right over to you. So thank Absolutely. you guys for checking out the show today. Um, thank you guys for being on. That was a lot of fun. Um, Anytime. Everyone, be safe out there. Have a good weekend. Um, 
I don't know what movies are coming out this weekend. Go check out Elvis. Go check out something. There's something new. Go check out Lightyear. Um, yes. I know. I know. Brand. I see Brandon over here with his Elvis. Um, I know he's he's so excited to see it. Um, oh boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, going to see it tomorrow gosh. night. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to there's see. something else that comes out this weekend. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking. At oh, this that's cool. I saw else. you post that. Nice. That's beautiful. That's sweet. But yeah, yeah. What else comes out this weekend? I know there there's, is something. There's else. another big release this weekend. I think. Is it's, there? It's. Gosh, there's not a easy. Oh, the black phone. That's what it is. Oh yes. Oh yes. Good. I'm seeing that on Saturday. Yeah. Don't see Elvis. Go see the black phone. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, a very funny story phone. that there was an early screening over. I think it was Tuesday night or over the weekend. Did you hear about this? No, but where I someone know. crapped their pants in the theater. <laughs> so at the jump scare this guy tweeted the whole story and a bunch of people confirmed it so they're doing a screening and yeah they're doing a whole screening oh no and uh the big jump scare in the movie happens and they said right after that someone farted super loud and then sharded and then they sharded and they got up and ran out of the the theater and never came back elvis I'll say this. I don't doubt that they got so scared they crapped themselves. And I'll say this because I've only, I I love horror. I love horror. It's my favorite genre. There's only one horror movie I have ever screamed in, and it was Sinister Mm -hmm. by Scott Derrickson, starring Ethan Hawke. So those two guys, man. Yeah, I wow. don't doubt that I'll be I'll be wow. pooping myself in <laughs> the black <laughs> phone here soon this weekend. Elvis has that effect on people. Oh man! <laughs> All right, yeah, you, you guys just will. die afterwards. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. Um, hope yeah. you guys enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Uh, join us next week for our new episode of the Pastrami Nation Brick Therapy, and uh, we will be talking to you guys then. Until then, have a weekend. Be safe and take care of each other. Yeah, Talk don't you eat your later. pastrami burger before you see the black phone. Please give some parting words of advice. <laughs> Bye, guys. Take care.